Welcome back to the Potluck Podcast. Folks, we've gone worldwide. A listen has come in from Germany, one international listener, and we, we're pretty sure that it was probably a mistake. Another big episode last week, some would say a mega episode, so thank you, thank you, thank you for all the listens. We definitely appreciate it. The listenership continues to rise well over 600 and some odd plays at this point, so we're definitely well into the hundreds, maybe break the 1,000 mark by the by the end of the well, year. That'd be, That'd great. be great. We'll try to continue to bring you a good product, and uh, big thanks to Drake Scott last week for having us out at Strange Duck. Definitely won't be the last time we record on top of the bust. Uh, do go see him there. But tonight, we're back on the old front porch, as you may can tell. We've had some strange audio that we've missed, unfortunately, but uh, maybe some will come in. Coyotes, bobcats, cows, who knows what you're going to get here on the Potluck Podcast. Tonight, we'll have a Week 9 recap, Week 10 preview, including Commerce at Social Circle, a lot of critical games around the area and the state. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into it. You're listening to the Potluck Podcast, the official unofficial podcast of commerce football also a thank you to issue last week to two very special guests Dion brock and the furniture man himself joe sanders we always get great feedback when we bring joe on so we'll have to bring him on again uh, sometime soon for sure uh but it's back to just the two potluck boys tonight uncle Saul, how we doing Doing pretty good tonight, Dino. Happy to be recording on this Thursday night. It's been a pretty tough week at the old post office. Mm. <laughs> so it, it's fun to be talking about some high school football tonight. Yep, yep. It'll be fun. Um, definitely definitely a, a probably a weird week for the post office. That, <laughs> that is for sure. Um, where we left off. So as we always start this podcast, where we left off. Well, it was a bye week, but let's talk about where we left off with Social Circle. As many of our listeners may know, Commerce and Social Circle is not a new uh, matchup. It's something that was quite happened quite often back in the day, and not not too long ago. Even when we were playing, uh, we played Social Circle quite a bit. So, Song, where did we leave off with this familiar foe? So, the last time we played Social Circle was in 2011. And that was at, uh, actually at the end of a string of consecutive years where we played Social Circle. We started playing them in 2002 and played them every year uh, through 2011. We were 8A foes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've played Social Circle 17 times. Uh, we've, we've beat them 15 of those 17 times. And, uh, you know, I mentioned 2011. That was the last time we played them. And that was in the, the Coach Justice era. Uh, that was one of the Oof. the worst records Commerce has recorded in Oof. probably seventy years. It was dark. a four and seven season, but dark, we be- dark times. It was dark times, but we beat uh, Social Circle at home that year, forty five to twenty one. Uh, over the course of the the series, the average score has been Commerce thirty three, Social Circle seventeen. Hmm. So. Uh, you know, we've beat them 15 out of 17 times, but a lot of times the games are competitive. Mm-hmm. And really, uh, the games, the stretch that sticks out to me is the most competitive, like 2005 to 2007. Right. And, uh, 
that 2005 game, if, if some of you might remember, was actually for a region championship. So, yep. Um, since the 2011 Commerce Program has kind of taken off in an, in an upward direction, so social circles has kind of declined. Fair enough. More on this one to end the show, including the line, our thoughts and predictions, and then some more of Uncle Saul's, you know, the good stuff. <laughs> stuff about social circle that you won't get anywhere else. So stay tuned for that at the end of the show. Other topics, we do got to talk about the Lady Tigers softball team taking runner-up in state. First car of the night as it drives by. What we got here? Uh, that's a Crown Vic. Looks like a Crown The Is cops that, are on to us. My dad does not drive a Crown Vic, but the cops are on to us. Uh, <laughs> Lady Tigers softball team takes runner-up in state. Um, great showing, an awesome year for those ladies. They yeah. played a tough schedule, um, so really good finish. Any other topics I'm missing for Commerce High School this week? We covered the band. We went we went off the rails a little we did. bit last week. We did. Uh, it was a bye week, so we, we did have yeah we did have a little bit of freedom to go off the rails. So yeah, I think uh, the the sad thing about the softball uh, series is the player got hurt uh, yeah. in the game. She hurt her neck, and I think that really unfortunately broke you know broke the Tigers' wheel there. Yeah, um, I'd heard that. I thought they're playing Gordon Lee in the yeah, finals. Yeah, so, uh, Gordon Lee is like a perennial powerhouse the past you know decade or so. I think ball. I think Gordon Lee wasn't was of the mind that they wouldn't beat Commerce twice. So, uh, but w- when she went out of the game, that was kind of tough for the Tigers. But yeah, still a great year, uh, runner up. So proud of them. Um, way to represent Commerce there. Yeah. Around the state, week nine recap. You want to get right into it? Let's go. Let's do it. Region 8A, that would be the Tigers region. Green County at Crawford County, where they were a 20-point favorite. Uh, the final there was 27-20 to 20 Green County, so they didn't quite cover, but they did get a win. So I bet this congrats was, to our guys from Green. This was probably just an abysmal game. Uh, there might have been, <laughs> including the players, there might have been 100 people at that game. <laughs> it would have been very hard to go to that football game. That was the only action we had last week in Region <laughs> 8A. Um, I just did a quiet week. Yep. So, uh, single A, top 10, not the case this week, by the way. This this week is packed full of games. Single A, top 10, number one, Metter was at McIntosh County. Only a 10-point favorite that we uh, we covered that one. The Metter Tigers did cover that easily. 27-7 to was the final there. They had two pick sixes in that game. Um, so, some mistakes from McIntosh that could have maybe kept it a little closer. Yeah, but Metters flexing their muscles a little bit. That was a that was a big game. Yeah, uh, in that region and um, and in that part of the state. So Metters team we're going to look continue to look out for in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Irwin County was off. They were number two. Number three Brooks County was scheduled to play Charlton County. As we mentioned, football operations had been suspended at Charlton, uh, COVID-related, so that one was not played. But it looks like they are back up and running this week because uh, they are on the on the docket that we'll talk about later in the episode. Number four is the Commerce Tigers. We were off, of course. Number five, Dublin, was a 42-point home favorite against Trutland County. The final was 45-0 to zero in favor of Dublin. Dublin was up 32 to nothing at halftime. Mm. Number six, Macon County. Covers the 41-point spread at Greenville. They win that one 56-6, as Joe would say. Shout-out to Mount Montezuma. Shout-out to Roquan. Number seven, Pelham, was off. Number eight, Washington Wilkes was off. A uh, big one this week that we'll talk about with them. Number nine, Wilcox County. They actually did play. Last week we didn't think they were going to play. Uh, I think it was a week weekday game, but they defeated Dooley County handedly 46-7. to 
Number 10, Chattahoochee County. Uh, they were a two-point underdog against Taylor County, and this was kind of our single-A game of the week for us last week. Chattahoochee came out and dominated Taylor County 25-0, to mm. um, posting their third consecutive shutout for the first time in school history. And Chattahoochee County looking to kind of uh, rise up and maybe challenge Macon County for the Region 5 crown. Making some noise down there in the southwest part of the state. Yeah, that'll be an interesting region to keep track of. We'll keep track of it for you um, here on the Potluck Podcast. Others. So we had a small group of others last week that we covered. Um, But we will get you those results here right now in case you don't follow on Twitter. uh, (laughs) At Potluck Football, of course. We update those on Friday nights. But Flower Branch was at Cedar Shoals. Branch wins that one, 27-20. They stay in second in Region 8-4A, which looks like that's where they will finish as second because Jefferson's currently playing on Thursday night, and they are running amok on somebody. Jackson County hosted Loganville. Panthers uh, thumped at home, 47-7. to Yeah. Neither one of us saw that one coming. No. <laughs> Jackson County sits at fifth in Region 8-5A, and they are on the outside looking in. So it doesn't look like the Panthers are going to – going to make the playoffs this year. No, and I did have uh, – you talked about Jefferson playing tonight. Mm-hmm. It, we're recording late enough to have a final. Final. Uh, from Jefferson versus Chester T. Jefferson 67, Chester T 12. Jefferson's 8-0 on the season, 4-0 in the region. Yep, so they are going to – that probably clinched the region championship for them, I have to imagine. They got one game left, but they still have the tiebreaker over Fire Branch. So that, yeah. they probably won the region championship tonight. Rabin, or sorry, Prince Avenue took care of George Walton, forty-one to seventeen. Rabin County and Banks County, um, you know, <laughs> we don't like to talk about that in, de- in detail, but the spread was easily covered. If you care to look that game up, oh. and you'll see a bloodbath. Elbert County ran, and that was not a, a run up the score either. That was, uh, from what I heard, yeah, the gunner was removed pretty early in that game. I don't know where I was reading this week, but I think Stockton was pulled. Uh, he had a hundred and fifteen yards, I think total offense passing and rushing something something like that and and they pulled him pretty early and and uh, raven just continued i mean it was like they must have just been running through running through you know swiss cheese out there on defense for bikes county elbert county rolls up to the hills uh knocks off union county 31 to 10 two pick sixes there helped the blue devils in that one um that pretty much seals Elbert County in the second seed. I think it actually definitely does seal them into the second seed in Region 8 AA. Uh, they'll play uh, one more region game that we'll cover uh, later in the show. Yeah. But uh, good good on Elbert to uh, kind of lock up the second seed there. Yeah, and that was a game we've seen both of those opponents this year early in the season. Um, Elbert, honestly, when, when Commerce played Elbert, I didn't think Elbert was as good as Union. And Union got back Jonah Hill, um, who was who was their best player on offense, um, but it didn't seem like he made much of uh, an impact. Is it Jonah Hill? I don't think that's his name, song. Uh, Jonah Daniel. Jonah. <laughs> Hill. Oh my gosh. Jonah oh, Hill's coming in. Brain. Jonah Hill coming in from Hollywood. <laughs> between his acting jobs. Is it, was it skinny Jonah Hill or fat, or, uh, fat Jonah Hill? Which one would be better? I don't know. Uh, oh me. So Elmer Gunny does uh, lock up second. Um, as you said, that was a result that was a little bit surprising. I thought that game was going to be closer than it was. Um, but uh, good job to Elbert County. Wish them all the best in the playoffs. Warner Robbins. Robbins <laughs> we're messing up here, Zon. Warner Robbins snuck past Ware County 22-19. to We covered that one heavily last week as it was a premier game across the state, and it did not disappoint. Um, Warner Robbins 
They went on an 89-yard, 13-play drive for the game-winning touchdown with a little time on the clock. Yeah, and it was a six-point spread, so um, spread covered, too. It's only a three-point win, right? Or they didn't cover the spread. They didn't cover. They didn't Wonder Robbins is favored by six or five or six. I think it was six. So they did not cover. So, close game. Good game, though, yeah. Um, any other results that we need to talk about before we get right into the Week 10 preview? No, let's forget about the past. On to the future. Week 10 preview. We'll start with Region 8A, as we always do. Towns County at Greene County. Indians are a two-point favorite on the road. Could be a big game in determining who goes to the playoffs out of our region. Yeah, that fourth, fourth seed is kind of up for grabs right here. And uh, You said it's a two-point spread? Yeah, two-point spread. Uh, Towns County is a two-point favorite. I, I think Towns County's two points better than Greene. Uh, just from watching both teams play, Towns is a little bit more physical, a little bit bigger. I think a little bit better coach, too. So I like Towns in that one. Washington Wilts at Lincoln County. Blue Tigers are a 14-point favorite uh, on the road. Theme of the region this week seems to be road favorites, by the hmm. way. Uh, a long-time heated rivalry game, Washington Wilkes and Lincoln County. Back to 1970, this series is 34-18 to in Lincoln's favor. Washington Wilkes has won two out of three and five out of nine, though. This has been a top ten matchup 15 times. Um, so in the last decade or so, it has been fairly contested, given the two out of three and the five mm-hmm. out of nine. But just show you the power of the of the matchup there. Um, also, 2005 state championship game was this one. Uh, the precursor to this series that you pointed out. Uh, all this pretty much is song <laughs> stats, by the way. The precursor to this series is the Lincolnton and Washington Wilkes series, which is four, four, and four. Yeah, who would have thought that the the win loss tie record would be even in a series four, four, and four out of twelve games? Um, but. This is is such a weird series because Lincoln County is is like a a powerhouse program all, from all over the nation. Like you know, when when people think about Georgia football, especially small town Georgia football, Lincoln County it kind of sets the bar over history. And uh, but Washington Wilkes has really given them a run for their money a lot of years. Yeah, year in year um, out. And and we talked about that two thousand five game. Not only is this a rivalry, it's a it's it's a bitter rivalry. Um, they played twice that year, and in the state championships, they separated the sides of the the stadium. And I think we may have talked about that before on the on the show. But like, talk about how how bitter that the fans have to be towards each other to actually run a chain link fence yep. between the two sides. I remember that two thousand five, yeah, state championship game. They had to run a, a chain link fence down the yeah down the sides, and each each fans went in on each side crazy um so that's a rivalry game folks <laughs> and a follow-up on the 2005 2006 you know commerce played lincoln county um later on in the final four but we talked about before the show mm-hmm. one of the first games of the year washington wilkes and lincoln county played again and it was three to nothing was the final it must have been a just knockdown drag out game because I mean, they played that team was good yeah that 06 team was great they weren't just good they were great yeah. Um, probably top ten, one of the top ten teams of that decade in single A ball and uh, amazing a three zero game man <laughs> amazing top ten in single A. What do we got going on there? Number one, Metter hosting Bryan County as a fifty point favorite. Not much to talk about. <laughs> Number two, Irwin County at home versus Charlton County. Irwin County a thirty eight point favorite there in Osceola. 
Number three, Brooks County hosts Clinch County. So this is kind of our little spotlight game, I think, mm-hmm. of the week this week. Kind of the highlight game in the top ten. Brooks, a 14-point favorite. So the Panthers will take 84 West for about an hour over to Quitman. And it seems like a low line. I mean, it seems like Brooks County should be favored by more than that. But what do we know, Uncle Sam? Well, I got some interesting information this week from Georgia High School Football Daily Newsletter. Uh, Tyler Moorhead, yeah, great publication. Um, Tyler Moorhead, uh, the Panthers' best player, is back from a knee injury. Uh, he's a major D1 prospect, and last season he rushed for 252 yards against Brooks County. So he could be a game changer in this game, and that might be the reason why the spread's only two touchdowns. Because you look at it on paper and you say, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, Clinch is definitely an underdog, but. Um, Colton was talking about before the show how it seemed like two two touchdowns just wasn't enough considering how strong Brooks has been in the past couple of years. So, uh, but that may be the reason is because Moorhead's coming back. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it for sure. Uh, he's a game changer. We'll see. We'll see how that affects that game. But not only that game, but moving forward, if he mm-hmm. can stay healthy, look out for Clinch County <laughs> in the playoffs. Number four, that'd be the Commerce Tigers. We're going to cover that at the end of the show at Social Circle. Number five, Dublin on the road at Johnson County. So Johnson County's having a great year. Dublin's only a 14-point favorite on the road. Um, Johnson's sitting at 6-1, and one, and if they could pull off the upset, it sets up for a three-way tie atop Region 4. So don't know about Region 4. Not sure how they decide that. They may have to drive up. They may have to just drive up to Sandersville and just agree to you know flip a coin at Derry Lane. I don't know. There's probably a spot in Dublin somewhere they can go flip a coin at. <laughs> But uh, a big game, nonetheless, in Region 4. Uh, number 6, Macon County at Manchester. Boys from Montezuma are 20-point favorites. Shouldn't have much trouble with that one. Number 7, Pelham hosts Terrell County, where they are a 34-point favorite. Region 1 and done. Is it Terrell <laughs> County? Terrell? I think it's Terrell. I think you're we'll right. We'll get some feedback on that from Seals. Yeah, he'll tell us. Uh, region 1 and done, as they call it. So Pelham's going to coast to that region championship. Number eight, Washington Wilkes at Lincoln County, which we covered that one in depth just a moment ago. Number nine, Chattahoochee County. Uh, after a big win last week against Taylor County, they're going to face Schley County at home, where they are 21-point favorites. Uh, another game that could be competitive, though, in that deep Region 5 that mm-hmm. we've covered. Um, we'll keep an eye on that one. Number 10, Wilcox County playing Hawkinsville, where they are favored by 35. And that rounds out the single-A top 10. Any extra thoughts you want to mention, Uncle Song? No, uh, only uh, only that Pelham, we talked about this before the show, but we question whether Pelham is a top 10 team. Yeah, we have our doubts about that. Yeah. But um, I think the my thought on that, I mean, there's really two highlight games that we highlighted. Brooks at, at uh, hosting Clinch County. And then Dublin on the road at Johnson. Yeah. I think both of those will say a lot, um, especially about, about Clinch County mm-hmm. and how, how competitive they can be moving forward. They may be a bomb in the playoffs. You never know. Could be. Uh, so others around the area and around the state. Gosh, we got a big week this week. <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and let's go ahead and start rattling them off here. Athens Academy hosts Athens Christian. Athens Academy is a 37-point favorite. I think they'll probably cover it because they're going to try to run the score up because they're yeah. embarrassed by Prince Avenue. Yep. Fowey Branch gets the boys from Mad Cow. <laughs> Sons boys going out to the big city in Hall County. <laughs> they're going to be a 32-point underdog. Yeah, uh, Madison County is probably going to start focusing on basketball and wrestling. 
here pretty soon. I can hear the disappointment in your voice. Franklin County, <laughs> Franklin County host East Jackson, where they are a 26-point favorite. So this is that magic number game for Franklin County to get to that seven-win mark for the first time since 2000 and shore up the fourth seed in Region 8 AAA. We've really been pulling for lines this year, and I really hope this isn't a trap game for them mm. down there uh, against the Eagles. Um, it is. It's going to be in uh, Carnesville, so you got the Cannon Factor, mm. um, which will be that'll be a favor that'll that'll help them. Um, but you know, Franklin County is really trying to secure that number four spot in the playoffs in that really strong region that is a triple A. The Cannon, I think the Cannon's probably worth about three points at least, <laughs> maybe more. George Walton will travel up to Banks County coming off of a disappointing loss to Prince Avenue. That line is 34 points in favor of GW. Hart County was supposed, was supposed to play uh, Stevens, which probably would have been a really good game, kind of the Highway 17 rivalry, mm-hmm. as you mentioned. Uh, unfortunately, that game has been canceled due to COVID protocols. Um, I know that this is probably the biggest game in the state Friday night. Lowndes County uh, at Colquitt County. So, um, essentially, this is a small college game. Yeah. Um, one of the best regions in the state, Region 1, 7A. This is going to be the region championship. They're both undefeated. Mm-hmm. Lowndes is number two. Colquitt County is number three. We may have to check in with TB down in South Georgia after this one. Yeah. This might be one of the biggest games in the nation. Honestly, if you think about it, mm-hmm. uh, might be the number one or number two game in the nation. Yep, taking place down there at Colquitt County, so we'll, we'll definitely have to uh, update everybody on that one. Oconee County traveling to Monroe area for the region championship in Region 8 AAA. So now we're getting to our region championship games. Uh, 7A Oconee County and 6-1 and Monroe area Warriors are 30-point favorites. Uncle Saul. Yeah, I... I balked at that 30-point spread because... I, I said a couple weeks ago we weren't going to doubt them again. But, uh, 30 <laughs> that, points is a lot. That happened after the Hart County game because we, we gave Oconee County like a, a questioning look because they were like a 34-point favorite over Hart like County. Yeah. Uh, but they almost covered. They won that game convincingly. Um, but Monroe area has been a really strong team. Their only loss on the season came to Loganville in the season opener. And I believe it was an overtime game. Uh, it was 21-20. to 20. Uh, And since then, they've been on fire. And uh, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't think 30 points is the right spread there. We'll definitely have to have that on the Potluck Pick'em. Follow us at Potluck Football. We'll yep. have the Potluck Pick'em out uh, shortly Hopefully after tonight. this episode. Hopefully tonight, which is Thursday night. But definitely Friday we'll have mm-hmm. it out for sure. Oh, boy. Here we go. Putnam <laughs> County hosting Jefferson County. Man, we've been leading up to this one for a few weeks. Yeah. I think a few weeks back I said to circle this one because this is going to be the region championship. Our boy Sills, uh, Putnam County, is a five-point favorite at Al Reeves Stadium in mm. Eatonton. Um, as mentioned, this is the region championship. Um, another one. So we're rattling them off here. Region 4 AA will be decided here as both are undefeated in region play. Jefferson County, two-time defending region champion. Putnam County, last winning in 2010. A lot of good talent from both teams, uh, both sides of the ball. I think uh, Jefferson County has somebody going to Navy, one of the running backs. Uh, He plays both ways. And um, Putnam, obviously not short on talent down there this year, given everything that they've done. So, man, that's, that's that's a game 
that a, a huge game for that region for sure. Yeah, Putnam's going to try to harness the power of Br'er Rabbit and and defeat those boys from Jefferson County. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> this is a big game, and Putnam's schedule hasn't been the strongest. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know. We'll have have to get an update from Seals on this one. Yeah, and Jefferson County is kind of the opposite. I think they're coming in four and two or five yeah, four and, two, and two, but they've played. You look at their schedule, and this is a little bit tougher. Um, compare comparatively, you know, to Putnam. Yeah. But yeah, this will be this will be a big game. Moving right along, another region championship. <laughs> so the last region championship we'll talk about this week, Raven County at Elbert County. Wildcats travel to the Granite Bowl. They're a thirty point favorite, so I don't think there's any a whole lot of doubt coming into this one, but. <laughs> Region championship, nonetheless, as Region 8AA will be decided at the Granite Bowl. Maybe Elbert can slow this game down and make it interesting. I mean, last week they played Union, and really the, the, the score jumped off the page when I saw it. It was 31-10. I was like, wow, Elbert got a whole lot better. Uh, those two pick sixes, if they can do some stuff on defense and maybe you know call some turnovers, Gunner Stockton, um, that's a big task. It's a big boy. You know, and and we watched Elbert earlier in the year, and I I don't know how they'll match up. I don't know how well they'll match up to Raven on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, uh, Elbert's not as big as I thought they were, and Raven, from what I saw on ESPN earlier in the season, is really big on the offensive line. So, I think thirty points might be a little too short on that one. It may be a blowout. They grow them big up in Clayton, song. <laughs> in the foothills. Dillard House, I guess. Whew, they go to that Dillard House, load Every them up. Week. Load them up. That'll be your preview segment there, wrapping up for others across the state and around the area. There's a lot of big games that we didn't cover because we knew this was going to kind of run long already. But <laughs> there's a lot of region championships out there. Uh, Fitzgerald and, and Thomasville, they're yeah, playing for a region one. championship. There's a ton of them out there that we didn't cover. So, Big Friday night, tomorrow night, in high school football around the state, really. But let's get right into uh, into the reason we're here, Commerce and Social Circle. Commerce is back uh, playing some football, and we're on the road. L- lengthy road trip here. Uh, Song, the Tigers are a 24-point favorite. I'll turn the show over to you. Yeah, so Dino mentioned that this is a lengthy road trip. This is really like the first road game that we'll actually consider a road trip. We went to... Homer, early in the season, uh, stopped up there at Burger King and got a sandwich and went <laughs> on to the stadium. And then we went to Athens, made a little detour. Won't say where, but we made a little detour in Athens and then uh, went to that game. But that wasn't really a true road game either. And then for, for COVID, we couldn't go to Mount Perrin. So uh, we're going to get to travel about, uh, let's see, 49 miles southwest down below Monroe to Social Circle, Georgia, home of the Social Circle football team. Uh, (laughs) Social Circle is a town of 4,400 roughly, 44, or excuse me, 4,500. They call themselves Georgia's greatest little town. Um, <laughs> I know. Gosh, there's, there's a lot of little towns that don't that might have some problems with that. It's a bold statement. That, like it's kind of an arrogant statement to make too. It's like, especially yeah, we're Georgia, the best, especially in Georgia. I know Jeez. Georgia's full of small towns. Uh, but Social Circle is in two counties. Uh, Commerce folks can kind of understand that we're not in two counties, but we're close to a lot of them. Uh, Social sits in Walton County and Newton County. Um, 
famous for a restaurant, the Blue Willow Inn. Um, it's traditional southern cuisine, kind of a buffet restaurant style. I was talking about it uh, this morning at work with some coworkers and had some folks that were like, yeah, the Blue Willow is awesome. And then some folks were like, yeah, you can get that at Isla. Uh, so I don't know. Jury's out on that one. Second thing about Social Circle is uh, if you've ever been to Social Circle and, and watched a, a baseball game, you, you notice something in the air, and that's a smell. And uh, the smell comes from the dog food plant at the American Dehydrated Foods Incorporated facility in Social Circle. Uh, it dominates that baseball park in scent and size. It's right next to the place, and uh, you can hardly focus when you, you're, you're looking at a fastball coming down the middle of the plate because of the smell. So uh, it probably won't have an impact on the football facility because that's a good ways away. But those are the two things that stuck out to me about Social Circle. Uh, down there, talking about football now, uh, they've been playing football for 45 seasons in Social Circle. Kind of a weird history here. Um, they played in 1932. They fielded a team. And then two years later, in 1934, they fielded a team. But took a huge break and didn't start playing football again until 1978. And they've been playing ever since. Uh, in that time... They've amassed a record of 150 wins to 286 losses and five ties. That's a 34.6 winning percentage. Um, they've had two above-average seasons. Um, that when I was looking at their their history, these these years stuck out to me. Uh, 1986, they went nine and two. As the most wins they've they've had in a season was nine wins. And then, as we talked about earlier in the, the show, uh, 2005, they won their one and only region championship in 2005 uh, when they defeated our Commerce Tigers 31-21. Uh, to 21. Uh, they, they actually made it to the second round of the playoffs that year. That was the only time they advanced in the playoffs. Um, since 2008, the Social Circle uh, team hasn't won over four games in a season. Um, kind of a dramatic statistic there. And in 2000, from 2012 to 2014, they went 0 and 30. They didn't win a game. Um, so that that's pretty bad. Um, they've had six different coaches since 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of hard times down there for Social Circle, and it, it's shown in their record. Uh, this year they actually have a, a new coach. He's a first year coach. Uh, to, at Social Circle and in his career. Uh, his name is Rob Patton. Um, his record so far is 2-5. and five. Social Circle opened the season with a loss against George Walton Academy down there uh, in Monroe, 35-7. Uh, to seven. Then they rebounded with a win at Providence Christian Academy, 31-28. Uh, then they lost... Um, against Walnut Grove, sixteen to twenty-four or sixteen to forty-two, then a loss to uh, Putnam County, zero to forty-five. They were actually shut out at home. That's pretty bad. Uh, then they they beat Oglethorpe County, twenty-seven to twelve, uh, and lost two weeks in a row to Washington Wilkes, fifty-six to zero, and at Lincoln County, um, thirty-six to twenty. Mm-hmm. Kind of held on a little bit there at Lincoln County. Yeah, yeah, they uh, 
played Lincoln County better than I would have anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, in their their school history, they've had eight all state players. We were talking before the show about one in particular um, during their their best stretch there around two thousand five. They had a, a running back that we we remembered um, who was pretty good, but they've had eight all state players. Um, the first time they ever beat Commerce was in 1991. That was an 18, uh, excuse me, 19 to 8 win for the Social Circle uh, Redskins at um, at home for them. And then uh, let's see, I'm trying to cover, see what I've already talked about. <laughs> oh, so we were going to talk about some of the best games in the series. So this series was on, is, is kind of on our minds because um, it was a prominent series when we were kids. Uh, so 2002 to 2011, kind of the, the formative years of our lives. The ones that stuck out to me were 2005 to 2007. Uh, we talked about how 2005 was that region championship game. 2006 was a really close game. That was a 24 to 20 win uh, for Commerce at home. Um, if my memory serves correct, this is a major fact check moment. But um, oh boy, I think Social Circle was driving late in that game, and Josh Beecham, who was an All-State linebacker for the Tigers, intercepted a Social Circle pass to seal the win. That may be incorrect, but that's what I remember. Um, and then 2007 was a, probably the best game of the series. Um, it was a, a shootout down there in Social Circle. Um, Reuben Haynes led the Tigers that year in just about every game. And uh, we we scored 36 points, and that was just enough to, to beat the Redskins, who scored 35 points. But Commerce fans will remember uh, a really tough mistake for a young social circle quarterback. Um, he threw the ball away on third down when they were driving in to score to take the lead and then spiked the ball on fourth down to lose the game. It was yep. – it was gut wrenching. I mean, it was it was awesome because we won the game, but at the same time, that guy just it was like a Reggie Ball moment. Um, Shout out to Reggie Ball. And then another game of note was in two thousand eight. We played on Halloween. I just thought that was a little little fun trivia. That was a full moon game that the Tigers won twenty one to seven. So as Dino mentioned, the spread for this game is twenty four points. Uh, what do you think about it, Dino? I think that's not enough uh, yeah. out of the gates. I think a lot of that may be based on the Lincoln County result that they got. Um, I think it'll be pretty similar to what we've, what we've put on the board the past two two games, two times we've been out, really three times we've been out. Um, I'm thinking Commerce, just my official prediction time. Yeah, I'm this, thinking you're Commerce, on the spot. 42-7. All right, I, I, almost, I almost said that same score, but I'm going Commerce scores another touchdown late. B-Bombers, we miss a PAT sometime during the game. 48-7, to Tigers. Okay, both of us got us covering. Both of us have the Tigers, obviously. Thank you all for listening. Are we wrapping it up? Am I missing something? No, I think, nah, I I think, think that's everything. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, shout out to Solomon for all the great insight he always provides on our on our opponents here and, and some of the local – lore uh, so to speak <laughs> restaurant review so the potluck podcast will have starting next week we'll have the first restaurant review we we're going to try to do some restaurant reviews we go on the road to these 
places that are further away from home, places mm-hmm. that, you know, we don't want to do a restaurant review when we go to Bates County. We don't want to do a restaurant review in Athens. Everybody knows all these places. But some of the restaurants you'll find far from home mm-hmm. in the small towns are good. So if you have any recommendations for us, we're not doing the Blue well, Listen, we're not Blue Willow Inn people no, here at the Potluck Podcast. We ain't going there. <laughs> so if you have any recommendations for us between uh, – uh, probably, I guess, Monroe, uh, Social Circle area. If you got any places that we should, you know, maybe stop and check out, won't you uh, let us know? Preferably Social Circle. We'd like to yeah. be in town. Actually, I, I looked up a few places just a minute ago trying to uh, find some places, but, man, I don't know. Slim picking. There's not a whole lot online, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there's not somewhere we're missing. So It's, it's always funny, too, because we never know what's going to happen on the way down there. You remember last, last year when we went to Lincoln County, we ended up eating – in the Hardy's parking lot in your yeah. car before the yeah, game. Yeah, we were late because for some reason. I don't know. We, I had to do something or something. It was We were driving we like 80 miles an hour down Lincoln, there. Yeah, we, I, we were really late. I don't remember why, but we had planned on going to Roy Lee's yeah. to get the chicken. Right. Uh, some of the best fried chicken around. And, uh, yeah, we you know, we didn't get to do that. <laughs> we couldn't find it first off. And yeah. then second off, it was like kickoff was almost there. Yeah, we didn't really, even if we could have found it. No, we called. You, we called ahead, and uh, yeah, it would have been too long. Yeah, the so, wait was too long. Anyways, uh, personal stories aside, <laughs> we are going to do a restaurant review segment. So we'll have one for the next two weeks. So we'll have one at Social Circle, and we'll have one at Washington. Yeah. So look out for that. Um, as mentioned previously, we'll have the potluck pick them out on our Twitter account. Give us a review, a rating, a share, a subscribe. We love all that stuff. I'm not oh, sure yeah. what it does. We're not professionals. We're doing this for fun. I don't even know how to read the reviews. Like there may be a hundred reviews out there, I have but no I've idea. never seen a no review clue on if we have a review or not. No clue if we have a review or not. Thanks for listening this long. If you've made it, uh, another beautiful night here in the Potluck Podcast. We'll see you next time.